Good evening. Welcome to episode 36. Get my husband off my podcast. Oh, man. How y'all been? Hope everybody been well, been in good spirits. Everything like that. Uh, I hate to start off with bad news, but we had a cat a couple of days. He was an infant, uh, I believe. I believe something happened to his mother during the, the litter. So, um... We uh, got the cat from a neighbor of ours, which was like, oh, my gosh, a couple of hours to a day old. Real small. Very playful. Um, all the way up until a couple of days ago. You know, he stopped being very playful. He stopped being very energetic, stopped eating. And we looked up uh, something called fading kitten syndrome. You know, if it's taken away from his mother too too soon, can't nurse properly, can't get that, you know, motherly love and motherly attention that whatever you are, you still need it. You know, animal, whatever you are, human, <laughs> whatever you are, you still need your mother's, you know, love and care during those times, you know, of, of infancy. And if you don't have it, you lost, you struggle, emotional, your immune system isn't proper, isn't properly ready for you know everything that's you know that that a bigger person or a bigger animal could take and you know a little guy passing asleep so there was nothing we could do you know he was fine we did everything proper you know from bottle feeding and things of that nature keeping him away from not letting him be too active letting him be comfortable and and resting and stuff like that but you know I guess it just wasn't meant to be for us to have a cat that small so you know you know we miss you already Rocco and thank you for the little bit of time you were with us we wish it could have been longer but hey nothing we can do about it it's, it's a common thing they say when you take animals away from that nurturing care for too soon so I hate to start off like that but you know gotta let you guys know everything so um those of us in America, I know you guys looked at your phone and discussed around two o'clock, but um, <laughs> because you may have gotten an alert similar to an animal alert from the president, basically just pretty much checking up on folks because it wasn't really an, a message. It wasn't really an alert. It was just it was a test. It was just it's just a test. You know, if it was an emergency, real emergency. I'm watching the news. I mean, the news will pop up and tell me what's up. But it was a good idea because you're not always by your TV to see the news. Uh, not a lot of people get news on their phone. Not a lot of people get news on their phone. Not a lot of people buy their TVs. But somebody's going to text you. Somebody's going to call you. You're going to run into it. And if I don't want that... I should have the right to turn that off. I should have the right to deny that service. But I understand. Yeah, but it's just like, would you turn off an Amber Alert? You can't. So you that's can why. Off. That's why I don't understand why people. You can turn off Amber Alerts. No, you can't. That's why I don't understand why people were so upset with the president, like messaging them like that. But we get Amber Amber Alerts whenever. Right. Amber alerts. We get weather alerts. Right. Right. So it's so not a it's bad not, thing. It's, true. it's not just he. Just, it's, it's not like he said anything personal to us. Right. 
Right, he ain't say he finna come over your house. Or right, it wasn't. Or I don't even believe it was him. But you no, know, no, I read somewhere that it was either FEMA or yeah. So you know, yeah, it was FEMA. So it wasn't or like it was like from that. his phone. Like you're right, so, he ain't his, sitting in his office <laughs> right, just texting you know, everybody. So, you know, so I mean, but. Yeah, For those of us that up, were upset about really it, really upset, <laughs> upset about it. Remember, you get your Amber Alerts, and those Amber Alerts work wonders for people who are in trouble like that right. and have to find that loved one. You know, so that that helps. That helps. But and like I said, like you know, like my wife alluded to, the, the weather alerts. You know, they help out too when you're trying to get loved ones in certain states or whatever, whatever. So I mean, so yeah. It is what it is. Y'all gotta stop getting so mad about everything. Some of the I mean, don't stop getting mad. Fight for what you for what you believe in. Yeah, but, but just understand it. Gonna, right, if it's gonna help you in the long run, don't get too mad. But if it's something that I need to really duck down and get some cover for, news I ain't will tell to me. Find my phone. The news will tell me. The news will tell me. I'll be all right. I don't need. I don't need. I don't need Trump saying nothing to me. I just anyways, told you it wasn't from Trump. But you know what I mean, from though. Because he he not gonna he not gonna text you and ask ask are you okay. No, he exactly. Not. He, he not gonna text you and ask you. You know, did you get whatever service? You know, you all right? Your you family okay? Right. He not gonna he not gonna get at you like that. No, you he know? not exactly. So, but I heard that everybody didn't get it. So that was our take on that. But anyway. Um, other thing, uh, Tupac estate, Tupac's estate won, won the case for his unreleased music and basically his catalog because his mother controlled his catalog up until she passed away, rest in peace of Finney. And now his estate, who I, I don't know who it's run by. I want to say lawyers, but I may, it may be a sister. Could be, could possibly be a sister. Could possibly be the family. But it may not be, so I'm not too sure. Like I said, y'all know the thing with this podcast is I ain't Googling nothing. So if I didn't know about it when I just happened to come across the story, I'm not getting ready to stop what I'm doing and look up anything. But anyway, they say unreleased music is coming. Unreleased Tupac music is coming. And then right along right along that time, you got um, Suge Knight's son. Coming out saying that you know he posted on social media that Tupac was alive. That was the, that was the only post. And then a couple of hours later, he posted some random Photoshop pictures and this random picture of this man that wasn't Tupac but f- favored him slightly and said some things about the Illuminati, which I don't believe in. But hey, to each his own if you do. But uh. I sort of feel like these things happen, you know, if if his estate wasn't, if that wasn't settled, I don't believe they would have came out, oh, he alive, he's in Malaysia or whatever, whatever. You know, I, I think they just got to have something to hold on to. I believe they got just got to have something to hold on to. So just like I stated before in the previous podcast, we sort of hold on to our heroes we hold on to our idols you know we people say they've seen Elvis people saying that they've seen you know uh, Gandhi or Mother Teresa stuff like that you hold on to those people you don't want to lose like a loved one a personal loved one or something like that and you know Tupac affected a lot of people who didn't really have a mother didn't really have a father 
didn't really ask someone to understand or love them or knew what they went through. So, of course, there's a lot of people out there that say, yeah, he's still alive. I just seen him. Oh, I know he in Cuba or he in Mexico or he in uh, Malaysia or whatever, whatever. So, you know. Wherever he at, he happy and leaving him alone. Maybe not happy because if he is alive, he's not with his mother. But if he is alive, let him rest, y'all. Leave him alone. Right. Like, for real. Let him rest. He faked his death for a reason if he is alive. If he's not, and he is, let him rest in peace. I mean, because for me, I don't feel, I don't feel nobody is as as affected by his by his time on this on this earth in, in the physical form than myself. I, I don't feel this person. There's a person out there that's that feels the way that I feel about him because of everything that I went through. And with me saying that, I know there's a person out there that feels the same way because that's how he touched us. Right. And uh, including the uh, movie that's coming out, The Hate You Give, that's the, um, the acronym for the meaning of his his thug life tattoo on his um, on his on his abdomen on his stomach. Why am I trying to sound like I'm in my junior year of college? But anyways, right. I'm sorry, y'all. Y'all know how I am. But anyways, but uh, for those of you who don't know, the Thug Life uh, stood for the Hate You Give Little Infants, F-U-C-K's, everyone. So, meaning, if you treat a child wrong, talk about them, disrespect them, whoop, not, not whoop, but beat you know, treat wrong, that child's going to grow to an adult. That child's going to grow to hate. That child's going to grow to loathe the people that do get love, and that child's going to want to hurt. Believe me, I know that from personal personal battles. I know that from dealing with family members, seeing them go through the same thing. So the hate you give little infants, F-U-C-K's, everyone, that's true. So to get back to the movie, the movie The Hate You Give, which is coming out this month, I believe. Next week. I Next think week, I believe. Month. Next week. Yeah, I think it's pretty good. The preview was pretty good. It's about a little girl who's just growing up in the inner city and going through the problems we face now with the police and stuff like that, trying to be accepted socially and things of that nature. But the movie looked very good. But they had Tupac's music. In the previews, they had, like I said, the title of the movie is basically what his tattoo stood for, and they had some, some, some of his poetry in the dialogue in the movie that I sort of caught. So that movie seems to be based around his view of the inner city. It may be even a song like uh, a, a bunch of songs he came out with that sort of had that theme of that movie. So. Um, I'm going to say that, you know, if he is alive, thank you. If he isn't alive, thank you. I don't think he's alive, honestly. I mean, as much as I would love for him to be alive, I don't think he's alive. Because, like you said earlier, he would not have been quiet this long. It's been what? 20, it's been 22, 23 years. How long has it been? 20, yeah. Since he passed away and the 
personality to Tupac had, he would not have stayed quiet through all of this stuff that has been going on in the past 22 or 23 years. So, like I said, y'all, let that man rest in peace. Just take his works of art and poetry and everything that he said and let him live through that. But stop trying to make him be alive and be somewhere and turn all these ordinary looking people into him. Because they not. Or stop trying to say you know who he, who he is or you got this and that. Just to get some kind of fame. Don't do that. Get your fame somewhere else. But I tried to look up who the um the who was in charge of his estate. I think it's a lawyer or somebody either the head of Warner Brothers or something. That's who his mama left it to. But I'm not sure because it was like four or five different stories. So don't quote me on that. But, like I said before, let him rest. He has done all that he can do. Now we just got to live through that. When they do come out with the music, I don't want it to be um, a mashup of anything. Oh, no. Don't let nobody else get on it. I want it to be him. And if the outlaws are part of it, let them shine as well. Just let it be what it is. No new rappers. Just let it be what it is. I don't want to hear if I, I could put hear amigos. If I could put some rappers on there or if I could make some mentions, you know, throw some names out there. You know, I wouldn't want to hear the Migos. I would love to hear Cole, Kendrick. Yeah, now I'm here. I would love to hear somebody like that. Love to hear Nas again. Ouch. I would honestly love to hear Jay-Z, to be honest with you, because they didn't have the best of relationship. But I would love to hear a song like that. Because, you know, anything could... Honestly, anything could have happened had both of those gentlemen stayed alive. And I'm not going to just mention Pac and Big as the people that we wish could have stayed alive in hip-hop. Because I also wish... Pun was her. Yeah. Big L was her. Left Eye was her. Aaliyah. There's a lot of rappers and artists, just artists in general, that wish was her because somebody missed them. That was somebody's loved ones. True enough, they had these fans that they touched us all. Jam Master J. Oh my gosh, for... You know, Soldier Slim. Every, I mean, there's so many people that touched someone that they got something from that that person. Who knows what 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 could be if those if those people that I mentioned and more. I'm sorry if I, I just didn't get everybody, but those people that I mentioned and and more. So many rappers that just started to get a buzz, just just started to live from um, Triple X to Tassion. I'm sorry if I pronounced his name wrong. And Mac Miller, those people that just started to hit that zenith of their popularity and their talents taken too soon. Sean Price. Imagine if Sean Price was still here. I mean, there's so many names, so many people that, that could still be here. That, that I wish was that that just aren't, and we got to live with all the posthumous music and stuff like that, or just what they already put out. But yeah, you know, so I feel like you read a dictionary before. 
we started this podcast because you didn't came with some big words. Sorry if I'm educated. Posthumous. You educated? I've been with you for 20 years. I know all of your education. I apologize for being educated. Alright, you are trying to throw around and flaunt big words. Like, ugh. Just can't be normal. I'm trying to be normal. Normal? It ain't nothing wrong with being normal. I also got a vocabulary that's bigger than 12 words. I got a vocabulary that's bigger than 12 words, too. But I ain't out well, here trying to make people sound I'm out. also not trying to sound... Make myself sound I'm out. I'm not trying to sound smarter than I am. Just because I'm educated and have picked up a couple of books in my lifetime. Like, I'm looking at my books right now. I picked up a couple of those books, Hold and on, I may have read a couple books. of them. You have probably six books over there that are yours. Not yeah, even because that I gave much. away all of my books. You don't books. even have six books over there that are yours, and I'm sorry. But anyway, shoot. just because Got on, man. I, I gave myself books, a child. self-taught education and didn't want to learn everything that the curriculum taught me, there goes another word. I know so what curriculum don't get on me. me about... You act like you're the only person what? that's self-taught. I taught myself things. Got you. I understand. Sir? Anyways. Anyway. I want to jump on something real quick, y'all. You always want to jump. It's a beautiful thing when you have positive people in your life that want to be there just for who you are. And I know I've said something like this before, but bear with me. It's a good thing to have positive people in your life that just aren't there for their own benefit. Like your wife could not be there for 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 you, for you being her husband for y'all union. Your wife could be there for the money you make, or for the just for the security or whatever, whatever. She could not love you, and vice versa. Your husband could not be there for the love of you. He could not love you. He could, you know, have a secret agenda or something like that. But that just goes with for those people out there that have trouble with families. Trying to just make a relationship just because you're related. If you keep forcing it, stop. Move on. Let them realize what you mean to them. And if it's nothing, there's somebody out there that loves you. There's somebody out there that wants to have you around. And that person may not be your family. That person could be someone you met online. That person could be someone you met Offline, that person could be someone you met at the grocery store. That person could be someone you met while you jogging, or anything, anything. You never know who you meet. You never know what that could mean in the long run. I say that to say we've been a part of our church for a couple of months, and we've been trying to find a, a reason for. A reason to be with God. Other than other than we're supposed to. Because, you know, it doesn't always go that route. When you feel that you're supposed to do something, you really don't know how to get into it. But because we've tried before and very unsuccessfully from the person that was trying to lead. But we feel that that person was just trying to lead himself. So we're not going to get into that. But with us being a part of what we're a part of at The Rock. It it feels like family. It feels genuine and we're all up 
in this short amount of time that we've been a part of the congregation and a part of the family, which has been like three months, three, four months, but a lot can happen in three or four months. A lot can a lot can be built. Bonds can be built. Relationships can grow. And that just goes to say that I always say that just because they're just because they're blood, that doesn't make you family. A person has to want to be there for you. Want to care for you and your well-being. And I know there's other people out there that have struggled with trying to build a relationship with the mother, with the father, with the brother, with a sister, with a cousin, with an aunt, with an uncle, with a grandmother, with a grandfather. And it just doesn't seem to work. And I know I'm not the only person who was questioning, like, why don't you love me? Why don't you care? Why aren't you here? And unfortunately, it takes a while for people to to grasp the fact that they don't have to be. Because when it all boils down to it, they're just a person like you are. They don't have to do certain things just because they're your family. They don't have to babysit your kids. They don't have to give you money if you're in a bind. They don't have to feed you if you're hungry. They can choose not to do those things. And it will hurt your feelings because, dog, you're my family. That doesn't mean anything to most people. A lot of people are out there for themselves. But if you got one person by your side, you're going to be okay. You're going to be okay. It's like they say, if you find yourself with nothing and you got God, you got everything you need. Because that's where it all comes from. If you believe, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to use my, my podcast for that. I'm not trying to make people feel how I feel. I'm just trying to let you know how I've done it, how it works my wife and I. You know, because if you find yourself with nothing and you and you put your hands in front of your face, you close your eyes and you realize that, you know, you got God, so that means you got hope. And just like we said, we got friends that, not friends, family. We got family that'll do anything. And we didn't come from the same background. We're not from the same blood, we're not from the same lineage. But we've all come together on this journey called life. That's what built it. That's what built that bond. That's what's given my wife the relationship that she's been looking for. And I know we're married. Yeah, we're married, but that's not everything you need to complete yourself. You sometimes need other things. So when he says the relationships that I've been looking for... I am, I don't want to say I'm the outcast of my family, but sometimes I kind of feel like I'm the outcast of my family because I don't get called a lot about a lot of things. Like I get called when people need something or when they got a problem that they need solving or when it's just always all about them. So I was always searching for I don't want to say I'm searching for love. I was searching for love because I knew they loved me. But I was searching for... I don't know what to call it. I'm not saying it. I was searching for somebody to care. 
basically, to care about me and show me the same affection and love that I showed them. Because I'm the type of person that I'm going to, that I'm going to um, be there for anybody whenever they need to, whenever they need me, for whatever reason, if they need me. And I wasn't getting that back in return from other people outside of my husband and kids. So with joining the church, I have been embraced and I have been cared for in a short amount of time more than I felt cared for in the past. So that's what he means when he says the relationships that I'm looking for. Because I ain't just out here needing multiple relationships because that's just crazy. But I just want to clarify that. It's just women out there. You want. How can I put this without making nobody mad? And how can I care if I make anybody mad? You but anyway, but anyway, it. like I said, women out there. You want to feel like somebody. You want to feel like somebody needs you. I'm not saying you you got that. No, I need to take care of somebody. You know, that's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying you want to feel like somebody needs you. Somebody can pick up the phone and call you. Somebody can knock on the door. Somebody can sit down and talk to you about their problems. And you could sort of, you know, be that motherly figure, that sisterly figure. You can be that. You can have that bond. You know, where it doesn't feel forced, where you don't feel used. That's what I mean by women out there. You want to you wanna have that bond. And men as well. You want to have that bond. But it takes, it takes a prideful person a little bit longer to realize that they can't do it on, by themselves. You can't ask and answer your own questions. You can't do that. Regardless of how hard you try, you, you can. can you, you just be considered crazy. You cannot ask and answer your own questions. You have to have support. You have to. You have to have support. So, like I said, we're not trying to tell anybody anything they possibly don't already know about themselves or possibly don't already know about building relationships you know I'm just trying to get people to realize that there's there's more there's strength in numbers basically strength in numbers and you surround yourself with positive people with good people good things will start to happen like they say you reap what you sow so and in saying that you know I want everybody out there to like we said, if you guys are going through anything, if you need somebody to yell at, if you need somebody to give you advice, just just reach out to us. We're very accessible. Very accessible. You know, when you wherever you listen to this podcast, links right there to our social medias. It's right there. Even if even if it's not, let me know if it ain't. And you can find me on Instagram. It's at Harrison Lindsay. 
real simple. Shoot me, shoot me a message. I actually love just talking with people about things that they post and the things that they do in their life. Like that's how I do with everyday people that I meet that I know. I always ask them, "What? What's you?" I ask a lot of people that, and they look at me. I say, "Hey, what's you?" And they're like, "What do you mean, what's you?" I was like, "What's you? What do you like to do?" What do you like to read? What do you like to think about? What do you like to talk about? What's the weirdest thing you've ever thought about? Because I love just, I love weird stuff. Because that 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 leads you to learning something new. And that leads you to, you know, basically trying to find out, hey, maybe I'm good at this. Or maybe I'll like this. Or maybe, you know, maybe I'll enjoy that. You no, know, it's something from a new book. To a new artist, to um, hey, a new movie or something like that. You know, I'm kind of getting it, getting on my uh, documentary thing where I'm trying to watch different documentaries instead of just uh, crime docs and stuff like that. You know, I'm trying to get into like I watch a lot of slaughterhouse videos, not for the killing of the animal, but for the for just just for the process of it, like like farm raised foods and stuff like that, or um, or uh, God darn it, itch. Sorry about that, y'all. My shoulder itch. You know, like farm raised foods and stuff like that, and grass grass grown foods and everything like that, and different sort of diets and. You know how you know different things can affect people and stuff like that. Just I'm I'm into I'm I'm into everything basically. Somebody just I just had a talk with someone a couple of days ago. I am she was like she was like you're a very interesting person. I was sitting talking to a husband and a wife, and me and the me and the me and the gentleman got on. We got on weightlifting and stuff like that. He was telling me how he he stuck at a plateau with his squat and all that stuff. And I just told him just work with the weight for a couple of weeks. Work with the weight for a couple of weeks and then gradually move up about 10 pound increments and stuff like that. So I've been talking to him possibly for about a month. And side story, his squat went from uh, 195 to 225. So, you know, it's just small amount of weight, you know, just build up and you'll be fine as long as you stay consistent. But the discussion I had with the wife about, she was telling me about her diet and how she only eats uh, soups, stuff like that. Soups and small sandwiches. She drinks a lot of water and V8 juice and all that stuff. And... She was saying how it works for her, but her husband said he tried and tried it and he just lost all energy and stuff like that. I was like, yeah, because you're not getting any protein. You're not getting anything to, you know, you're not getting that sustainable energy that, you know, you get from foods like that. So he was like, yeah, but I thought, you know, it works for everybody and stuff like that. I'm like, no, not all diets, you know, work for people, work for everyone. So, you know, if that was the case, we'd all just eat bread and water and look the same, stuff like that. But, you know. We're all different. That's the beauty of it. We're all different. So that means you can learn from someone. Learn what 
what what makes them tick and stuff like that. And you you know, life is just one big book, you know, with a new thing to learn every day. Um, football season is going. I didn't segue into that at all. I just you didn't. said it. You just Anyways, football season is going not the way that I thought it would go, but I honestly feel we're gonna have new kings in the NFL. We're gonna have new kings in the NFL. Brady won't. Brady won't be around forever. Aaron Rodgers won't be around forever. Drew Brees won't be around forever. Just like we saw with Philadelphia last year. If you believe and you stay healthy and you just play your game, you play a game at a time, anything can happen. So with that in mind, the Los Angeles Rams, they have believed in the system. They have believed in each other. And they look like world beaters out there right now with with the money they put into the defense and the money they and the money and time that they put into their whole organization. You know, they're undefeated right now. I I can't say I haven't seen an offense like that because I have seen an offense like that when they were in St. Louis. We had the greatest show on turf. And they were, oh my gosh, they did things that I've never seen before on the football field offensively wise. So, with that, you know, the Rams are number one, number one team in the league right now to me. But I'm really surprised by Patrick Mahomes. I'm also surprised by his voice because I didn't expect him to sound like a rock star. But anyways, <laughs> but um, I'm also surprised by Patrick Mahomes and how he's leading the Chiefs into that talk. Like, maybe we can make – the uh the conference finals, you know, the conference championship game. Maybe we can maybe we can make the AFC championship game. Maybe we can beat Jacksonville. Maybe we can beat, you know, the Patriots and teams that that are up there. So with all the touchdowns and everything like that that he's passing and the the, the arm, oh my gosh. I haven't seen an arm like that. In a, in a while in the NFL, it just seems effortlessly. And then the, the play that he had against Von Miller, where he actually switched the ball and like mid tackle and threw it his offhand, that was pretty good. But I can't talk about football without mentioning my Bears. I can't talk about my Bears without mentioning Mitch Trubisky and the game that he just had six touchdowns. And it wasn't like that was easy to do. Different throws. He had to throw on the move. Different schemes. I mean, the offense looked beautiful. That game right there looks like every plan they had and everything they did in the offseason, this is what you're going to get if you believe in the system. And the way Chicago, the way the fans look, the way just, just the whole atmosphere of the team and everyone on social media that I talk to, what up, Brian, what up, bro? Everybody that I talk to, and it's just a different feeling right now. You know, once I saw, once I got the news and we got Khalil Mack, I was like, wait a minute, something about to happen. And something is happening. Khalil Mack is having an MVP season. I hope he gets it if this, if this play stays consistent because we haven't had a defensive player win the MVP since Lawrence Taylor. And I honestly can, can say that Lawrence Taylor – is up there, in my opinion, with certain players 
that I feel are the greatest defensive players ever, but I still believe that there's no one better than Sean Taylor. Sean Taylor was taken too soon. Rest in peace, Sean Taylor. But I honestly don't feel that there was a defensive player out there better than Sean Taylor. You can pick an era, and you can go with his small couple-of-year career that he was better than everybody. Nobody. From Dion to Erlacher to Doug Atkins to, oh, my gosh, I could I could keep going. Ray Lewis, Mike Singletary, I can keep going. Dion, I believe that Sean Taylor was the greatest defensive player in NFL history. To me, it's my opinion. But greatest offensive player, I'd have to say was Bo Jackson. Just to me, Bo Jackson is possibly my favorite, my favorite athlete, periodly. And like I said, his his star shine was taken. Was taken, you know, too soon as well. I, I believe had he just stuck with one sport, he would have been the king in in one of them instead of just a what if in both. So, but uh, my wife knows about my uh, affection for Bo Jackson and Sean Taylor as well. So you know, so. But uh, that's real quick on sports. We got yeah. I forgot about the NBA. NBA's coming. NBA's coming into form. That uh, season starts a couple of weeks. It's still weird to see LeBron play with the Lakers. Those jerseys are like too bright or something. Still <laughs> weird for me to see that. Uh, but they they look pretty well together to me. Lonzo Ball hasn't played yet. I'm not a fan of Lonzo Ball. I'm not a fan of his game. But um, from what I've seen with the with the veterans they got mixed in. And the way LeBron is anyway, times times are changing in L.A. I still have yet to get a, a jersey or a shirt because I'm just not ready to just, oh, even though I'm going to be a LeBron James fan, just like I was an Allen Iverson fan. I had every jersey AI had when he played, whatever team he played for, except for the Grizzlies. Didn't get that one, didn't last that long. But anyway, uh <laughs> But uh, but like I said, uh, everything's starting to get in full swing. We got um Deontay Wilder fighting in boxing. We got Deontay Wilder fighting Tyson Fury for the heavyweight title. I guess the winner is finally gonna fight Anthony Joshua. And um, their press conferences are freaking hilarious. If you guys uh want to check it out, just uh, Google uh Deontay Wilder or Wilder Fury. That's what that's what the hashtag is, Wilder Fury. Google that. That's that's gonna be an explosive fight right there. It really is. And to keep in and to keep boxing in mind, um, I know you guys have seen that uh Creed Two trailer that's that's out. So um, a lot of people got mixed emotions about the plot of the movie. You got Drago Drago's son. Is fighting Adonis this time around, so they're trying to bring up the, you know, where Drago killed his father. So I guess he's trying to avenge Apollo's death or something like that. So you know, but anyways, the first Creed was great. Love the movie. The second one looks like it's going to be as good or better. So, what do you think about? It? About the movie? Yeah, about the movie. About the basically the, the plot of it. Though. I don't know if I'm too fond of the plot of the movie. Well, because it's like the whole theme of the first movie was he was trying to get out of his father's shadow. And now they're bringing in the person who killed his father, which is understandable. All sons, all kids are going to want to defend their parents. But I feel like they should maybe 
let him stand on his own for a little bit first? Because ain't this supposed to be like two or three years after the first one? A year, I believe, because they got the baby. So it's supposed to be like a year later. So, yeah, we don't know what happened in a year. Like, they could have started it up right after he um, won the last fight. He just didn't as, win hmm? He didn't win the last fight no. in the movie. No. Uh, I thought I got. I don't know why I thought he won, but yeah. But they could have started it up right there, like show how he built up to being able to fight. I'm pretty sure they gone. Yeah, gonna but that could have been another movie. Like they could have showed his building itself up, the fights I'm he had sure, to go just through. Just like they did with um, Rocky Three. They showed how he built that real quick. Which one was Rocky Three? We fought Mr. T. Oh, okay. And then... You hold on, wait a minute. You said, oh, okay, like you ain't ever seen that. I seen it. I just oh. had to remember which one it was. I get, I'm sorry, y'all. I get like all the Rockies mixed up. So, he has to explain who he fought Everybody in them. Which one is five? When he fought Tommy Gunn. That's when he fought the young dude with the video yeah, game. Not, no. They did have a video game in that movie. But that wasn't until... Balboa. What's that movie called? Rocky Balboa. Balboa I don't know. It's, it's so that many of them. came out in early 2000. Rocky Five came out in 1990. Or 91. Oh. Maybe I ain't seen Rocky Five then. It ain't, it ain't, it ain't, you ain't missing nothing. They broke. Lost all their money. But I don't know. I just. Lost all their money. And he said my ring's up. It's probably going to be good, but I don't know if I like him fighting Drago's son right now because. It's other things they could have told. Other stories they could have told. Other than... Because didn't Rocky already defend... Um, um, What's his name? Apollo? No, uh, Rocky defended America. He defended all of America? Yeah, because it was like USA versus Russia. That was around the time when the Cold War was going on. So they sort of built that movie up to being Rocky defends America you know, against Russia. So like that. Yeah, that's, yeah so that's that sort of ended the war. That's a whole lot. Rocky ended the war. The whole movie ended one war. Yeah, yeah it kind of went away from being about Apollo. <laughs> Speaking of movies, since we own movies, y'all see that remake in Halloween again, right? I got some issues with this movie. Not a big issue. <laughs> First of all, Michael Myers should be like 67 Michael years Myers old. Michael Myers should be in a retirement home. Right, he should be retired somewhere. Like, sleep somewhere. His mask shouldn't fit no more. His That suit shouldn't fit no more. That jumpsuit should have some holes in it. <laughs> he should be hooked up to somebody's respirator or something. Michael Myers Michael is Myers old. He's too old to be running around on social here. social media cursing out Trying to people. kill somebody. You better be lucky. I got an artificial hip or something like that. Right. And then, what's her name? Was her Lori? Yeah. That ain't his sister all of a sudden? Yeah, they're trying to say that that's not his sister. 40 so, if years. that ain't his sister. <laughs> 40 no years reason. in past, he's been he trying to kill no her because <laughs> she his sister. And that's yeah, his so, sister. So, I mean, why he trying know. to kill her? And she got a daughter. Right. And the last. Grand, she got a daughter or a granddaughter somewhere. Like they didn't say. Yeah. They didn't say whether it was a daughter or granddaughter. I just, I don't know. I feel like we didn't really redone yeah, we didn't Halloween really, enough. They got Chucky coming back. Yeah, but that Chucky doll look creepy. 
But he ain't look creepy anyway? No. The other doll, like in the first original Chucky, he looked like a, a doll doll, like something a kid could still play with. But this new Chucky doll look creepy. Like, nah, you can't bring that in my house other than trash creepy. See, that's how, that, how he got him all the other times because he still looked like a nice little doll. This doll looked like something that's going to kill you. Speaking of Chucky, why don't you tell the people out there, our great listeners, I'm not finna do that, so shut up. Why don't up. you do that? You say the chant. What no, because I don't know what the chant is. Was... Yes, you do. Why don't you say it? No, he be making fun of me because I thought the chant said one thing and What did didn't. you think it said, though? What did you think it said? I don't remember. No, you do. Yes, you do. You just don't want to let the people know. No, I really don't remember let what I said. Know. I thought don't it was, let the it was like something. No, you know. You know. I don't remember you know. what you I said. Scared. You know. I'm not scared. You know I honestly don't remember what I said. But whatever I said, because we was talking about it, and I said it wrong, him and his little brother was laughing at me. Talking about some, that's not how it's go. So I had to look yeah, it up. Show, show what now went. And I was wrong. But anyway, I want to let y'all know, I have come back to the game of basketball. Except to work for a while. I had to dust it off, y'all. I had to, I had to get Are back. Are you talking about the video court. game? Or? If you don't leave me alone, let me get back to my unretirement speech. Nobody even knew you retired. Oh, people knew. People knew. I had to come back to the game of basketball. It missed me. No, it didn't. Neighborhood, neighborhood rec league missed me. The neighborhood YMCA missed me. The neighborhood. Neighborhood church leagues missed me. I had to come back to the game. And unfortunately, I think I kind of overdid it. Age caught up, I'm not old. I'm only 35. But um, I'm still training for my boxing match next year as well. That's going pretty good, guys. Just to let you know. But um, Not if you don't stop being out here thinking he LeBron. Now if I don't stop. Exactly. Exactly. Not if I ain't, I ain't trying to bring back Showtime and stuff like that. I was playing, I was playing ball a couple of days ago, and I swear. Having a pretty good game. My fadeaway was coming back. No look passes was coming back and stuff like that. I was, you know, getting some steals and stuff. It was all feeling pretty good. Coming up court, this little guy, literally little guy, he jumped in front of me when he could have easily just ran alongside me to, to stop the ball from coming up court. He chooses to jump in my way. And I'm six foot, about 220. I am not small. He wasn't wasn't six foot, 220. He was like five, six, at least 170 pounds. He chooses to jump in front of me. And instead of me running him over, I didn't want to run him over because, you know, I'm not that kind of guy. I don't want to hurt nobody unless we we playing football. Then, hey, you, you getting hurt if I hit you straight up, seriously. But anyway, so I stopped, right? And when I stopped, I planted my right foot down. And I just felt my whole calf. It felt like it exploded. And I just immediately, immediately, sub, sub. Guy looked at me. He was like, why are you subbing? You just hit the greatest shot ever. And I'm like, dude, I didn't hit the greatest shot ever. Coming to the game, I'm on one leg. So I'm over there. I'm over there sitting down, looking at my leg. It done blew up to about three times the size of normal. But. This happened Sunday. It's Wednesday. And I'm fine. My leg was swollen so bad. I was at work walking with one leg. They was all saying, Harrison, I don't know how you're doing it. 
you you too old to be out there running around with them little kids. But like I said, I'm still training for my boxing match. I need to find a proper trainer, but still, but that's neither nor there. I got time. I'm you know still playing football. So to every man out there, every man out there listening to me, get out there and play. Get out there and have some fun. You never know what you can do. You never know how it can make you feel. The people you can meet, meeting some great guys out there. Meeting some great guys out there. And it's always, you know, it gets me back to that that kid-like feeling. Well, you don't want to feel like all you do is work, come home, be with the family, and pay bills and repeat. No, you want to get out there and still have a little bit of fun. You're not out there competing for titles. You know, you're not out there saying, telling people to film me while I play. Even though it was a couple people I don't play with that has people filming them. And oh my gosh, they ain't worth They ain't worth filming. They ain't worth filming out there, but you know. But that's just my message to the men out there who want to get out there and just join you a little, join you a midnight league or something like that, or a Sunday night league or something like that. Get out there and play a little ball, street hockey, handball. For those of you guys that have ever played handball, you know how fun handball is. Handball, great sport. Um, I played rugby for a little bit. I loved it. But anyway, that's what I just wanted to say. Yeah, get out there and have some fun. Go out there and do something you never thought saw yourself doing. Don't just let life beat you up. Get out there and try to live a little bit. Look. What? What am I looking at? Read the caption. Who is that? No, who is that? I don't know who the picture is, but I'm just looking at the caption. But you just showed me a random picture. That is Edna. I wanted you to is, read is her name Edna? Edna Moe. Oh. Anyway. anyway. He getting on my nerves again. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, back to being accessible. If anybody want to send me a free request, my IG is at Mrs. Lindsay 33. Yeah. Okay, I ain't got to change it. I could be 33 as long as I want to be 33. And my Facebook is Candace Lindsay. That's it. So simple. I'm not saying I'm not desperate. I'm just saying if you need somebody to talk to or you just want, like he said, yell or scream or need somebody to listen to you, send me a message. I even let you video chat me on Facebook if you're not creepy. But if you're creepy, I'm blocking you. I'm sorry. Creepy, please do it. I'm blocking you. And before I block you, I'm going to let my six year old call you. Find us on Spotify, Google Play. Apple got mad at me because I said something. I don't know what I said. Stop but anyway, Apple, so for real. For real. I, need to, I don't know what I said about them. But anyway, thank y'all for subscribing, downloads, and all of that stuff. We love you. I wasn't ready to close. Take the mic back. Jesus, he just snatched the mic about to close the whole show. I was trying to say something to y'all. What's wrong? He over killing himself, y'all. But anyway, like I said, so we got some new things coming up. We gonna um, we about to um break this show down a little bit. Give you woman's point of view, man's point of view. Can we just do that? And then we're gonna do it together. So hopefully we get it worked Can out we to do where. Shut up! I'm talking to the people. Yeah, but it don't work sometimes with both of us interrupting each other. 
So if we break it down to you do an episode and get all of the men issues out. Why don't we just do a longer episode? Yeah, that, that would also work. Okay, yeah, uh, he want to do longer episodes. We don't start recording till nine, ten o'clock at night. He got to get up, go to work in the morning. Sometimes. Go to work in like five hours. I got to get up and deal with kids and get them to school and stuff. But he want to do two, three hour episodes. Oh yeah, yo, we got the kids in the new school. Three of them anyway. We working on. That's what I wanted to ask y'all. If anybody got some information on homeschooling a middle schooler or two middle schoolers, let me know. Or if anybody want to homeschool two. Or right, if anybody want to homeschool two middle schoolers, or give me what's your your thoughts on homeschooling. Or if you want two middle schoolers, you want to come pick up two middle schoolers, keep them for the school year. We keep them in the summertime and send them back. Tip eat a lot. Yeah, he oh, do. The youngest of the middle schoolers. He, he eat a lot. Jaden, he don't eat a lot. He, but he real caring. He randomly come in your room and just stare at you. Stare at you for like two, three minutes, and then ask you if you're okay. So if you can get past that, then. You good. But anyway. So. I'm just saying. If y'all want to help us out with that. Give us a call. Oh hold up. Wait a minute. Um, a couple of episodes ago. We did our um, R&B. Like bracket styles. You know male and female R&B. And she may never listen to my podcast. But. Marsha Ambrosia. I deeply apologize for not mentioning you. And for those of you who do not know who Marsha Ambrosia is, <laughs> she was in Floetry, song called Getting Late, Say Yes, Butterflies, etc. 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 Did I say et, did I say etc. etc.? Yes, I did. Etc. etc. She just came out with a new album called Nyla. I believe probably maybe not but anyways great album Raheem Devon is coming out with another album as well how did we do this and not mention her anyway yeah I just told you we did um, Raheem Devon coming out with a new album as well so be on the lookout for that and I'm not reading anything but I'm not reading anything at the moment. So, you know, next time when I pick up a new book, it's a couple of new books coming out that, that my wife possibly would want to read from um, Quan and Zane and um, authors like that. Nope. I already know what I'm going to read next. So I guess she just said nope. But anyway. No, I want to read. Um, I'm about to read the um, basically the 50, 50 Shades of Grey series from Christian Grace point of view so I'm getting it and I'm about to start that soon so I will let y'all know about that but we started a new we started taking well not we I started taking a new product it is it's a dietary supplement but I guess they say everything is a dietary supplement but it's about it helps you with mental distraction. Like it helps you stay focused on what you need to stay focused with on. It's called Mind. 
It is a product of Janice Global. I will post the website in the description. But it is pretty good. Like, since I've been taking it, I've noticed that I've been thinking clearly. I have not been as distracted as I normally would be sometimes. Not saying that I'm like a scatterbrain, but I do get distracted sometimes. Um... And it helps me, it's been helping me remember a lot of stuff. Like, sometimes I'll just get like, whoa, what's going on? I don't remember. And it bugs me when I can't remember. So, since I've been taking it, it's been good. So, I'm going to link the website. They have a lot of cool products for health and beauty and vitamins and all of that other stuff. They have a little stuff for kids. Um... But yeah, so I will put the website in the description if you are looking for new products, new health products, you guys should check it out. And with that being said, thank you guys. Shut up, I'm trying to be nice. Thank you, thank you guys for all of your love and support. We appreciate it. And until next time, bye bye. Won't you be my neighbor? You stupid.